0: Let's talk real estate, where buyers and sellers gain insight into today's real estate market. My name is Keelan McKamey, I'm the uh, owner and managing broker of Peak Realty. Jen Allen, who is about to join me over here, she's doing real estate stuff and I said, hey, let's go, let's get this thing started. (laughs) Actually, I may go get a cappuccino and then you can start off the show and then we can mix things up a little bit. Okay. You're like, yeah, whatever. So today, before I go get my cappuccino. Today we're going to talk about problems to avoid leading up to closing. Uh, There's lots of potential problems that could happen, right, that could delay a closing. So um, why don't you talk about those things while I go get a cappuccino Okay. and I will be back to talk about problems because I always like, that's what we do, we solve problems, right?
1: We do. I'll be right back. Wonderful. I'm going to go front and center here. All right. Okay. Hey, so now we're going to talk about some of those problems that can really affect you as a buyer or a seller. And a lot of these things you really probably aren't aware of because most of them happen behind the scenes. And what you want to do is have a great team in place that's on top of this. But in case you don't, um, here are some things that you want to be aware of. So the challenge is... We wanna make sure that we're keeping everything on track so that you can close the deal on time. Because if you don't close the deal on time, you're causing undue stress, and you're know you already under some stress if you're buying and selling a home. You also will um, potentially end up spending more money, especially on the buy side. There are a lot of things that could cost you money with not closing, but on the buy side, a lot of times you have a loan rate locked in to uh, that closing date, and if you have to push it, Then you're no longer locked into your loan and it can cost you more money so that's something to to be aware of and as well as um, just if you have moving setup if you have a second closing that day if you're selling your home in the morning and need the funds transferred for the afternoon that can just be an enormous pain so that's just a couple of the reasons why you would want to make sure that you're closing on time so there are lots of details that can pop up in general that would delay or even um, just prevent a closing, which is even more terrifying. So job loss or um, someone switching jobs into a different career and it it could mess up the loan. Uh, Buying a car, please don't do that. We tell all of our buyers um, and your lender should also be telling you not to make any big purchases um, before closing. Basically, I recommend that in the month your closing you just don't buy anything what,
0: are we, ta- groceries. what are we talking about i just well, got back
1: <laughs> i'm right here just talking about some of the the general things that can affect a closing okay and um i don't know what this abbreviation means so i'm glad you came back oh
0: voe Ver- <laughs> verification of employment thank you <laughs> the letter will do that you know a few days prior to the to the closing make yeah. sure you still have a job you still have the income and
1: all yes. that kind of stuff and we talked about that with job loss a little bit okay changing jobs and
0: talk about don't buy a car
1: don't buy anything. Okay. Don't buy anything.
0: <laughs> or just, just
1: contact. Or just the lender.
0: don't buy anything. <laughs> yeah, just don't buy anything. But all, but if you can't control yourself and you have to buy something, call your lender first.
1: Right, especially so that he you or she know, can
0: tell you, don't do it.
1: Furniture. Some people start buying furniture, which is very costly in preparation, so that it can be ready and delivered. And you oh. need to talk to your lender first if you're going to do that and make sure it doesn't impact. Yeah. Your loan to value ratio and what your debt is, and and all of that. However, you're doing it, so especially, nice if you're, especially
0: if you're especially for borderline approved.
1: Yes. It's or 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 you
0: do something that affects your credit that maybe knocks your credit score down a few points, and then blammo, you don't have your you don't have the same approval you had. Yeah. You know, a in
1: five grand for furniture on a credit card, ooh, that could. Yeah. Don't
0: do it. Yeah, <laughs> and we're not we're not lenders or anything, but we've experienced. We know some the, things. We we know some <laughs> things. You know, always talk to the lender. They're the experts. So. Yes. Okay. What else did I miss? Um,
1: that no, that's pretty much it. I was just having a discussion of of how all it can affect you monetarily and stress and and all of that. Yeah. So okay. some of the other um, problems that can come up are contingencies, which contingencies
0: like oh, like if you're selling your home
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then you want to turn it on, and the, the you can't qualify for the loan unless you sell your yeah current property. Something happens
1: on that closing. We talked about that already. Could
0: be a domino effect. Oh, you already talked about that?
1: I talked while well, I talked about how if you have two closings in one day if you're a seller, it's very important that you close that morning and get the funding to yeah. the buy side.
0: Well, with the new TRID rules, um, sometimes you know, it's wise to wait a day yeah. and close the following day. I yeah. know everybody's different. Everybody's deal's different.
1: And there are ways to structure Post-closing occupancy agreements to help facilitate that, so you're not moving into a hotel and putting your stuff in storage and having to get the movers two days in a row. But you know what? You know what?
0: Yeah. And with the new loan rules and everything, hopefully, like we used to have a lot. The the industry used to have issues with uh, not having the documents ready until the day of closing, and hopefully that is gone
1: away more, more so
0: now. We at least we would know. Well, if we were going to get a delay, at least we know about it sooner. Would you? Well, under Trid, under Trid, under Trid, under Trid, under we're supposed to. Yeah. yeah under Trid, we're supposed to. And um, all of that good stuff. Okay, this is good. We're talking about bad stuff that can happen.
1: Oh, yeah. Let's talk about more bad stuff. Yeah. Um, contingencies. Um, I was going
0: say, contingencies. So talking,
1: contingencies. On the buy side, if your lender asks you for something, which they will several times throughout the transaction, and it's yeah. Nothing personal. Everybody has to prove their employment, often their bank account, a lot of stuff multiple times throughout the transaction and, and that's for you so that yeah. so there's no surprises at closing. But if your lender asks you for something, that should be like number one on your to do list that day because yeah. they they often need it for their underwriters. They have to get to another person who's doing a little bit more research and it can take time. So mm-hmm. that is something you want to
0: always get, get stuff to the lender. Is- Quickly as possible. Yes, yeah, and literally.
1: so hopefully you also have a good lender who's on top of that and asking for things in a timely fashion, right. so that there are no surprises at the end.
0: I just thought of another one.
1: Okay. And
0: because okay. I'd forgotten about it earlier, like my brain wasn't working out.
1: Well, you now needed it's your working. Cappuccino. I
0: needed my cappuccino, but um, here's one that can cause a potential problem and, a, and cause a potential delay,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that is if you're doing a mail out.
1: Oh. Yes. So
0: then. The, how, like, yeah, well, how could we not? Yeah, how could we not bring out mail out? Top and what? so, <laughs> um, if, the, if the current seller is, you know, they're selling their home, but they've already kind of moved on because their job, it's job relocation. They're already at their new place, wherever, out of state, out of the country, who knows. Yeah. Um, you know, the seller's not physically here. So what we have to do what's called a mail out where we mail the, the seller side documents to the seller, ideally a week in advance,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, when everything's ready to go. Um, and then they fill out the, the forms in, in front of a notary,
1: mm-hmm.
0: mail them back here. And then the, cl- the, the closer can, you know, usually meets with, with, with the buyer. And obviously meets with the buyer in person, has the seller documents so there and can close. If you don't coordinate that as the agent, mm-hmm. um, if you don't coordinate that with the closer and the seller in enough time, mm-hmm. that can definitely delay the closing. You yeah. know, my, my little radar go up about a week prior to the closing. Yeah. And I start going through all these checklists about, all these things that can go wrong. And I right. like, do we have this, do we have this, do we have this? Does mail out everybody
1: know it's a mail out? Does title know it's a mail out? Right. Do everybody the needs know it's a mail out.
0: Yeah. And are there any problems with the loan? Are there any things that need to change
1: mm-hmm. um, that if may affect you, the paperwork?
0: Well, but but this, yeah. at the same time, I think title, I don't remember the name of the document, and I probably should, but they give um, us as, as agents sometimes uh, permission to sign certain things if there's an error on a document right. or something we can sign for the seller at right. the closing table. So that helps too.
1: And folks who might need a power of, attorney, power of attorney, making sure that they have that set up well in advance as well. That can sometimes take time. And at the yeah. very beginning of the transaction, is and, it oh, you have to do it in person often?
0: Well, the for power of attorney, here's mm-hmm. the deal. If you're closing with a land title or first American title, fidelity, whoever, they like their, their lawyers like their particular power of attorney yeah. So whatever title company you're closing with, always tell your seller or your buyer, whoever, to go in person mm-hmm. to the title company get power of attorney. They usually have multiple locations throughout the metro area, so it's really easy to just pop in and mm-hmm. do this. Um, but yeah, make sure the power of is done in advance. Mm-hmm. Even if you think you might use it, you're not quite sure. Maybe the some schedule maybe the spouse yeah. who's who's who's, who's um, part of the um, the purchase. Yeah may or may not be able to make the closing, just go and yeah. get the power of attorney. was not gonna to hurt to have just,
1: it. Yeah, it doesn't hurt to have it. Another uh, piece mm-hmm. that, that you wanna make sure you have well in advance is um, if you do have the need for a death certificate at a closing, you need yeah. that original death certificate. And so you don't wanna be the day of closing, realize you don't have a copy of the a, an actual original, not a copy. If, this, if and you're, if have you're to the go, listing
0: agent, if you're the listing agent. Yeah. Yeah. That's why and we have to go
1: to the, um, yeah. the courthouse that day. Well, and our company, our
0: company. our company requires <laughs> our company. Like if we know, you know, there was a death in the family or whatever, it's a state sale or whatever. We, our company requires that we have the death certificate, hopefully yeah. well advanced, but we, hey, we've, we've had, copy, I've had, I've had deals where the, at <clears throat> I've had deals where the, the, um, you know, one of the, this, the, the seller passes away after we're on a contract, and that was kind of, you know, that was different. So, you <laughs> that's know, not usual. that's not usual. So, you know, with that happens, then that could cause a potential delay because now the seller, mm-hmm. the seller's heirs, whoever's handling the estate, if it's in the case of a, a parent passing away or something and it's in a the house is in an estate, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's new coordination that has to happen with, with the attorneys the mm-hmm. and that can cause a delay. If, if if they're on top of everything, you know, it may not. I've, I've had deals where it did yeah. cause a delay.
1: And I would most people would be understanding of that type of delay. That's a yeah, really unexpected that was, and awful.
0: And I don't even know why. I mean, we're bringing it up because it's, ha- it's actually happened to me. Right. Um, so, it's not typical. Not typical. But, but...
1: every transaction is different. You could have a surprise. Yeah. So, uh, so let's true. see, what else did we discuss earlier when we were talking else, about this? What else can go wrong uh, here? Um, do you, The service contracts. So with, with the solar panels and other leases. Uh, uh, yeah,
0: power purchase agreements for solar yeah. panels. Um, if you're buying, just mm-hmm. make sure that your agent... Um, and we said in the context of delays, I'm just trying to yeah. think. If there's a... If, if the buyer like looks at the power purchase agreement and doesn't like it or whatever. And they, and they say, no, we don't, we don't want to keep the solar panels early on. and it pushes that back on the seller. You know, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully all any, any type of security system agreements, solar mm-hmm. panel agreements gets negotiated up front right when you go under a contract. Yeah. Cause that stuff's not really involved necessarily the real estate side. Yeah. Just get it all negotiated between the parties and, and so that it doesn't create a delay it doesn't create a problem because mm-hmm. um, some of these power purchase agreements i mean they're like for solar i mean you could get yourself locked into 10 years or something some buyers don't want to do that
1: well and, so it's good and to get negotiated up front, up front. Up front. Usually, it should be yeah. because usually they are a 20-year lease and if you're in 10 years then 10 years has been paid and you, you have another 10 years yeah. and as long as you're okay with knowing that and seeing the details
0: well it sh- you said it should be disclosed up front yeah. so Maybe, if you maybe see the solar
1: real, panels on the house. Maybe ask about it if you haven't heard any.
0: Or any. I think the language we use is <laughs> any documents related to the property. Yes. It's kind of what we use So it enc- yes. encapsulates or incorporates anything. Any
1: leases or
0: any other. So, leases. so the lesson there would be get all the stuff early. Yes. HOA docs as well, but any
1: mm-hmm. any sort
0: of stuff. So you can review it. Actually review it.
1: And we have very specific. And research the companies.
0: And maybe research the companies. Mm-hmm. If you're the buyer and you're like, I don't want to, I don't want to contract with this company. You know, mm-hmm. it's just better to do that upfront. Right. I've had deals where, I mean, I think, <laughs> it's sort of like, I think back to all the challenges that we've that I've had with deals, and that one, I did have one where the, the two parties, it started, it didn't, it wasn't an issue ultimately, but it started to become an issue with the security system.
1: Right.
0: And then the buyer's like, eh,
1: I don't know now if
0: I want it, and, yeah. and here we are in the eleventh hour. Oh, goodness. So.
1: And isn't it it's good to get it negotiated up front? Sometimes when so, when folks are just a little unclear about something, it can escalate and it seems unreasonable, but it's there's so many factors coming. People are around.
0: emotional during the real estate deals and yeah. you know it's not all rash rational exactly. thought. Yeah.
1: And that's okay. That's
0: where we have to come in and
1: yeah. everybody calm down. It's good we'll work this Thank out. You. We'll work um this out. another and thinking about you know solar panels repairs and things like that. We've uh, got to make sure that any repairs that were requested to be done and agreed upon in the inspection, objection slash inspection resolution at that point when it becomes part of the contract, are actually repaired and so you, on, time. on time, and so you want to put a date in there that's before when you would do the final walkthrough, and we haven't really talked about the final walkthrough quite yet, but right. uh, that they are not only completed, but completely paid for. The contractors have been paid, right. so there's no chance of a mechanic's lien or any other type of lien. Yeah,
0: that's good. That's a good explanation. And the, the issue is that, yes, if you're the seller and you agree to make some fixes, those fixes need to be done a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. And, oh, by the way, if those fixes require redisclosure by the lender, maybe it's something that if this thing isn't fixed, the loan ain't going to get approved. Mm-hmm. In that case, that needs to be done Earlier, preferably uh, with a with a first walkthrough a week prior to closing, just say, Okay, yeah, all the all the stuff that was on the inspection resolution form as part mm-hmm. of the contract has been completed, and yes, lender, we're good to go. And okay, yes, my loan can be approved because my yeah. FHA loan can be approved because you know this this repair was done or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. Sometimes they need to get an appraiser <clears throat> out again too.
0: Yeah, for FHA so, they would the appraiser would go out like a second time to make sure the repairs are done. So Whatever's in the contract, it's dependent on the contract, it's dependent on the type of, you know, if if the lender requires redisclosure, that's just done in advance Mm
1: -hmm.
0: um, so that there aren't any delays because if if the work's not done, then you may have to push the closing. And, oh, guess what? Maybe the seller has some backup offers from the time the property went under contract to now, and the seller's like, you know what?
1: You've been a pain to work with.
0: You've been a pain to work with, uh, Mr. (laughs) and Mrs. Buyer, and I don't want to sell you anymore, and they're going to try to stick it to the buyer. Hopefully that wouldn't happen. Oh, I
1: hate that. Name, but it could.
0: Because, potential? well, think about it. that's a potential delay, and a potential delay could blow up a deal.
1: And what if they had a cash offer in the wings? Oh, yeah. And they, oh my goodness. And, and they then they're knew. like, and they're
0: wanting to kill the deal. The seller's wanting to They're kill
1: like, let's the deal. just get this done.
0: <laughs> Luckily, I've you never don't had that know happen. What's Luckily, on the other side always. but this is advanced. we negotiate. hopefully negotiate all the problems out of the deal on the front end mm-hmm. hopefully as much as possible.
1: And and hopefully you have an agent who is we call it, we call it like step step down agent.
0: A step down an agent. An agent who's not doesn't amp everybody up.
1: Amping up the problem that you know is calm yeah. and and assuring and works well with the other side. Yeah. Which is key.
0: Well, you know why there's I mean <sighs> deals with a third party involved typically they they close more Mm-hmm. You know, when the, there's just the two parties involved, we're not, it's,
1: emotional.
0: we're not emotionally tied to the, to the result. And when you have that, yeah. an agent, you know, that has that, it's sort of like, um, when your wife tells you something, it's uh-huh. very different than when a professional You're... who you don't have any right. emotional ties tells you. And it's sometimes the professional is just more effective. Because you don't want to hear the the right. message from the
1: You hear it in a different way or you tie something different to it. Yeah. So, so, yeah.
0: so when that happens,
1: mm-hmm.
0: when people are if you're not a step down realtor and people get amped up and they're you know they're you know emotional or whatever and you know they're getting, you know the, then the, the odds of the deal closing go down, yeah. I would argue.
1: Yeah. it becomes more definitely so, more uh, combative.
0: Can be. Hopefully not. Hopefully we're all <laughs> looking for the win win.
1: Oh, um, so um, the last one we wanted to talk about was was the uh, title exceptions.
0: Yeah, so yeah, so basically, um, you want to get a title commitment from the title company shortly after the deal goes under contract. Mm-hmm. Um, the title company's lawyers look over title. They do research to make sure there's no liens on the property, HOA liens, um, any kind of other uh, secondary liens, judgments judgments uh mechanics liens yeah so all that stuff we just want looking for for clear title basically that could cause a delay
1: and so I'll what else you a... recommend with the title company then as well i know you recommend a few other oh at least
0: for, one other. with title the for... title
1: company that is larger generally oh yeah yeah, yeah. has more
0: I'd, oh yeah always use money. make sure you're <laughs> We just had a title company here in Colorado. I'm not going to mention a name uh went under went out of business.
1: It's shocking and
0: when title companies go out of business, it happens like over the weekend. The, it yeah. happens over the weekend it's like Monday and if your deals under contract yeah. and your money's sitting in escrow, like you don't know about it until Monday morning, and that's scary. yeah, so make sure that your agent is hiring a title company with deep pockets, in other words, you know um you know the fidelities, the first American titles, the land titles, the big companies so that, you know, not only, you know, we, you wanted to be around yeah. next week, but you also want to be able to pay a claim if there's a, if, or, or, you know, um, you know, to pay on a claim if, if somebody challenges title,
1: yeah.
0: you know, cause you never know, you never know if Joe Schmo is going to come in, you know, six months later and say, Oh, it's my house. And I, yeah. you know, um, you want that, that money there, those deep pockets there for, to potentially defend title Mm -hmm. on the legal side so yeah go with a big title company that's my recommendation and
1: you want a title company also that is very good with um like we said earlier making sure that you see information early on you want to see those final papers yeah well before closing so that everybody can review them make sure that the name is correct the address is correct the um not the physical address, but the legal address is correct because that is how it gets transferred. That's how
0: title gets transferred. <laughs> it's not the address in the contract; mm-hmm. it's the legal description of the contract.
1: Yes. So you want to make sure yeah. that, that somebody has the chance to look over all that, and not necessarily at the closing table.
0: No problem. <laughs> no. So well, and now even with key. the new even with the new loan rules, the TRID rules, they can mm-hmm. still make changes up to the, yeah. the last minute, administrative type things. Um, I'm trying to think. You said you were talking about, I'm trying to think of some other detail. you made me think of something, now I forgot it. Yeah, I oh, well.
1: don't have any questions. Did you talk about wire fraud? No.
0: That, that could potentially delay a closing or may not make it not happen. Yeah. Um, wire fraud is a big deal, and here's what, the, here's what the criminals do. They hack the agent email, or they create a new email that looks very similar to the agent email, and they send the client an email that says, hey, I need wire instructions or whatever. I don't know exactly how they do it, but here's the bottom line. We always tell our clients, and we're going to start adding a disclosure actually with our brokerage that says um, if you deal with any type of wire wiring of funds, um, either go to the title company in person and meet your closer in person mm-hmm. to take care of any of that paperwork or exchange that paperwork, or do it by phone. Mm-hmm. And so they call our closer, and they talk, and they, they make sure that they verify that the email's coming and all this. Mm-hmm. If any of our clients get an email from an agent um, that Especially deals with wiring, wiring funds. <laughs>
1: that should be, like, red they, they, flag. Red flag, yeah.
0: We don't, we're not.
1: <laughs> I don't do any of that. We don't do
0: any of that. <laughs> and it's it's a serious issue, and uh company, if it were my closing, I would just, I'd probably, you know, on my way home, I'd drop off title company, go in in person, Verify a few
1: minutes to take a couple minutes oh and just gosh. say you know just About because it is it's 1000s of dollars disappear
0: if somebody um <laughs> yeah and it, it if somebody um and i guess there's different ways that the criminals conduct the wire fraud i don't even want to I know they, i
1: think they just have you wire it into their account
0: <sighs> but i don't But <laughs> it will you know they might change one little letter or one oh, add a number to the agent email so so the client thinks it's the agent mm-hmm. Scary. scary. You know,
1: always call. Anything with money, just call and yep. verify or stop in. I think those are the big ones that we wanted to make sure we hit on. We, we talked about how every transaction's different. different. Um, so you want to have a good team in your corner. Mm-hmm. You want to have somebody who's really on top of it, is aware of these things that can go wrong, and is proactive in making sure that they don't.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, remember, I mean, the buyers got moved, scheduled movers, and they've,
1: mm-hmm. you know,
0: schedule all kinds of things to, to PDA, make the transition painting cleaning whatever
1: else that they want to do
0: yeah whatever it, it can it can cause a problem and if there is a delay you never want the buyer to put stuff in the house or do any work on the house
1: they don't have the they don't house. have in the
0: in the contract there's a, a that, that date of possession we we follow that i mean and the party should too it's just yeah. too much risk um
1: well, the, the, the insurance hasn't yeah. transferred. God forbid something happens in that right. short amount of time.
0: And if you do a, a, a I think you alluded to possession, mm-hmm. um, you know, if the buyer is closing on Monday, if it takes possession on Wednesday, you have to have, it, it's, you have, to have insurance because yep. the seller is now a renter and the buyer is now a landlord for mm-hmm. those two days. And so there needs to be coverage and, and all that good stuff. Because, yeah. yeah, and you know, the, when the buyer says, can I just put my sofa in your garage
1: no no
0: <laughs> no not a good
1: all right. So right
0: I'm sure we could come up if we really tried we could probably come up with 50 more things that could go wrong that's why you need a good agent yeah. who can problem solve and um, you know look around the corners and uh, and also have a good lender mm-hmm. um, and good title company
1: yeah the whole team we're all working towards the same goal
0: yep If you have any questions, you can contact us at uh, 303-345-8715 or email us at info at peakrealtyhomes.com. My name is Keelan McKinney.
1: I'm Jen Allen. I did that so fast. (laughs) Yeah, you're
0: just getting used to this. Uh, We're agents at Peak Realty. If you have any questions, feel free to contact us. We'd be happy to help however we can. Thank you so much and make it a great day.